whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi next yeah, Degrassi next class. We're not redoing it. I'm Kelsey. <laughs> and I'm Holland. And today we're talking about Next Class Season 2, Episode 3, Hashtag Check Your Privilege. And Kelsey, will you please read us the Netflix summary? Absolutely. Frankie organizes a diversity mixture in an attempt to fix things with Northern Tech and hold on to her position. Tristan is worried about pressuring Miles and straining their relationship, so he takes on their robot baby assignment alone. Yale's app goes viral. They have to choose between their integrity and their success. Um, yep. My only takeaway from this was that I didn't know that Yale went by they, them pronouns, and that is good information to have. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that either. So, guess we'll do that from now on. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, that seems pretty accurate. Obviously, the Netflix descriptions are much more straightforward now. Um, but the episode is called Hashtag Check Your Privilege, which is, I think is a very apt title um, because Frankie really needs to check hers. And people are like trying to like have her check her privilege throughout the entire episode, but she's not really responsive to that at all. If anything, everyone has been way too patient with Frankie. <laughs> yeah. That's where yeah. I'm at. Let's cut yeah. our losses. Well, we do cut our losses at the end. Spoiler. Kind of. Yeah, she's <laughs> just not fucking getting it. Like It's just... Ugh. She's very defensive, which I think is an accurate representation of how a lot of people react when they're called out for their racist behavior. Yeah. Well, it, it goes into the whole, you know, I'm not a racist versus I'm an anti-racist. Yeah. Which is like understanding that, especially if you are a white person, there is unconscious bias and racism that you have that you just need to acknowledge and expose to yourself and move past and actively work against. Like, you can't just be like, I don't see color. Like, that's not effective or helpful or <laughs> no. useful and it's just like burying your head in the sand i don't know i think i think that this is a very clear frankie is not fucking getting it Mm-mm. like no i like as, i mean it's it's white fragility like pers- like oh, as on a platter it's just like that is what this episode is about i feel like they just like <laughs> frankie's used, white fragility they like used every buzzword every like sentence that people like that say like they just it almost like to me felt a little bit after school, especially because it was so on the money. But yeah, there are also people like that. But it's also like they just made like the super version of that and made it Frankie. Yeah, which tracks. I mean, that's kind of what Degrassi is. It's like we're gonna take all of the examples of this one thing and put it onto one character so we can illustrate like what this is and have a teaching moment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, are any of us surprised that Frankie is like this because? As someone who's known plenty of white people that come from, like, that kind of crazy money, they are all, even if they don't admit it, all right, you guys can call me out for this, I'm being, like, hyperbolic, but in my experience, they're pretty much all at least secret Republicans. We were talking about this because we were talking about Laguna Beach, and I was like, everyone on Laguna Beach is a secret Republican, if not, like, an outright MAGA person. Exactly. Yeah. Because I have, I mean, maybe spoiler for my recommendation, although I'm pretty sure I've done a Laguna Beach Hills rewatch whilst recording this podcast before and maybe have talked about it. I do it every couple of years and I'm in the midst of one right now. So, yeah, we were talking about how Lauren Conrad is definitely probably a secret Republican. (laughs) Yeah, this was spurred on because Jay Cutler... Kristen Cavallari's now ex-husband is like hanging out with like Tommy Laren or whatever yeah they're like buds I'm like yeah of course of course MAGA (laughs) where his heart should be why are we not surprised (laughs) I don't know but yeah anywho I guess we can dive right in 
So we're at volleyball practice and Frankie just walks on in as if nothing has happened. And Shay's like, um, I thought you were quitting. And she's like, Frankie Hollingsworth does not run away from her problems. And I'm like, oh, no. Um, and Shay's like, okay, but no one's going to play us if you are still on the team. And she's like, but if I quit, I admit Degrassi is racist. And we're not because it was just a harmless prank. And I'm like, girl, intention versus impact. I thought we had this conversation already. Seriously. And, like, you can just see that Shay is, like, just kind of done with this now. She's like, why? Like, it's it's so, like, why aren't you getting it? And uh, Frankie does not deserve a friend as good as Shay because Frankie is like, we're going to do, like, she's like, she has, like, some fucking bright idea. She wants to do a mixer called Let's Talk Race. And I'm like, yeah, Frankie, you're the one who should be hosting this. This is totally yeah, your fucking mixer. lane. Oh, my God. And she's and Shay is like, this is a terrible idea. We shouldn't do this, which, yeah, hard agree. Um, <laughs> and it's like it's oh, God, it's so cringy. And Frankie does not deserve Shay because Shay is like, I will support you as your best friend. And it's like, oh, man. Yeah. This is She's holding a div- a diversity mixer with Northern Tech because now apparently she's ready to talk to them when she wasn't like last week. Pretty much. Uh, and then we're in technology class, I guess it is. Um, and Yale is presenting um, their like presentation thing. Everyone, I guess, has to like create an app. And um, I, I wrote down that it's post secret meets yip yap. Like that's essentially I it. Just <laughs> yeah, it's high school secrets is what it's called, where people can post things anonymously. And VJ and Baz are acting very tech broy and sexist about their app. And are we sure that that? Yale uses they them pronouns because I'm pretty sure they talk about being like a woman in tech the entire or a girl in tech the entire episode. That's true. So that's true. Maybe that's like a later edition. Maybe I don't Maybe. know. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever the whatever the wiki said they them so we'll go with that. Sorry, I was just like wait a second. Um, no, but you're totally but right. But anyway, yeah, I don't know. They're getting. Yeah, it's just, but they're like, oh, your app, wow, how, like, girly your app is, how, like, whatever, people aren't going to respond to this. Unicorns but we and have, rainbows. I wrote that VJ yeah. is being confusingly sexist, because we haven't seen this yeah. behavior from him before. Mm-mm. And VJ and Baz have created literally, a, like, a, fa- a fart soundboard app, which is just, like, guys no nobody needs this <laughs> nobody needs this nobody needs it at but all appar- also this definitely already exists so this is not new or innov- innovative in any way shape or form also i hate that it's called uh, brown cloud that really brown bums cloud me out. oh i hate that it was so yeah and also then we find out that the app with the most downloads at the end of the week gets an A and two passes to an app fair where you can develop your app with professionals. So then Yale and Baz make a bet t- to see like whose app will win this contest because apparently they're the only two apps in the class. Uh, <laughs> and apparently they're the only two worthy apps in the class, which yeah. I which kind of makes sense. They're both like the techie people. Um, yeah, they're like, like the gamer game club, club people. Yeah, totally. Also, Baz says nothing makes people laugh like farts, and he's not that really wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like I I I think that that at its core is probably true. Yeah, that's true. Don't fix what's not broken, I guess. Yeah. Farts and, and then, people falling down and not getting hurt. <laughs> Especially when you're in high school. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's like peak comedy. Um, but they make a bet. So if Baz wins, he gets to go on a date with Yale. And if Yale wins, he has to give her a million dollars to donate to fair trade initiatives. I don't know if that monetary amount is like serious, but... He, they're both like, okay, great. We agree to these terms without asking any questions. Yeah, I'm, I was confused by that as well. I was like, one of these is like a serious 
thing that can actually happen and the other one is like hyperbolic which makes me feel like she doesn't believe in her own app if she's like and if i win i get a million dollars yeah and i also wasn't sure if at first she was being or they were being sarcastic because they were like a million dollars like comparing his wishes of what he wanted out of the bet to like donating a million dollars to things like they thought that both of these options were just ridiculous because they didn't want to go on a date with him, but that's not what ended up happening. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. They're they they shook on it, I guess. So yeah, moving on. It was strange, um, but then we are in class with Tristan and Miles and company, and it's like the fake baby unit, we which I can't remember if we've actually done this on this show yet. I. I don't know, and I was going to ask if we've talked about it before, because I know that I definitely had this conversation, like, two weeks ago about, like, whether or not people actually did this in high school. We definitely didn't. We also didn't even do the egg thing. The closest we got to any sort of family planning was that they had us partner up and plan and budget a wedding for some reason, and my wedding was very expensive. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what was your wedding budget <laughs> i think it ended up being like ninety thousand dollars because wow. i was like this is you guys for the record that is not what my real wedding would cost if i got married <laughs> i my tastes are not that expensive i think i was just like this is fake money who cares yeah like why not vegan yeah, menu five thousand uh, dollar ring <laughs> fuck it <laughs> the closest i came to doing something like this was in seventh grade also I didn't even do this in high school was in seventh grade in like my exploratory class which had just like rotating units of like what are we gonna learn this month um we had to like part or we had to partner up with like a member of the opposite sex because we were it was 2005 Mm -hmm. and get like get fake married and you like you basically picked like your partner out of a hat and then you picked your job out of a hat that was that came with like its own salary. And so with that information, and I think we might have even pulled like fate cards and stuff every so often to be like, oh, you just like got a promotion or, oh, like you got f- like laid off or like like weird like fate cards that would affect your finances. And we had to like essentially plant like do a like a blueprint for our house and like design and decorate it like within like what our means were they should have just and we had were doing this at like 13 years old so weird they should have just had you play the sims because i've been playing a lot of the sims lately i'm not gonna add it to my oh, recommends I but i have sims. been playing a lot of the sims um because i got Which it one the the sims 4 sims 4 yeah i i got it on like i went to go buy it just on a whim because of like everything that was going on with my life this summer i was like i need a distraction um yeah so i got the sims and it was on sale for seven dollars <laughs> oh my god that's amazing yeah i was like do you oh, have okay. any expansion packs <laughs> i i do not have any expansion packs i am currently on like my third generation of the oh, same nice. family like people have died and had babies and met like other yeah. stranger sims on the like just living in the world and they've gotten married and had babies i'm like at what point do i just give up on this family i've, I've reached a point now where like everyone <laughs> is just you know the same the same like, clan reached all their like aspirations and everything yeah well they die now like for real Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, so it's like I'm just like generation three with a now now <laughs> the the third one is he's in a elementary school I believe so or high school or something. oh nice yeah we're really moving right along with this <laughs> yeah at the beginning of quarantine I have sim I have Sims four and I also have Sims two on that I bought through like the Apple App Store you can buy Sims two through there which is amazing because I think that's the best one and. Maybe it's because I played it, like, in my youth, so that's what I'm most nostalgic for. Yeah, I get but that. But at the beginning of quarantine, Allegra and I both, like, we started a, like, the 10-generation challenge where you, like, start off on an empty lot with your sim, so then you have to, like, build your house within whatever you have, and then, like, the more you build up, the more you can, like, 
change your house. It's like no cheats, nothing. You can't like create people for them to marry or procreate with or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we also got like three generations in before our game glitched and oh, like no. things just started catching on fire randomly and killed like half of our household household and we were so traumatized that we had to like take a pause and we haven't played it since like the middle of March or April or something. Oh god. <laughs> so maybe I'll see if I can get to ten generations now. I think yeah, I'm gonna get go bored. for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get bored if I do that but yeah no I'm like I'm mad because the offspring it helps having a buddy to like switch off with and play totally you know the offspring of my first couple that were like roommates and then like became married and stuff they like they're great and then they married just like basically the first sim that seemed to be the same age range as them I mean, that's how you got to do it. Yeah, and that sim turned out to be terrible. I hate her. Like, I'm like, I'm like, she seems like she could be smart. So I'm like giving her logic things. I'm like, I'm going to make her become an astronaut because she came to us unemployed. She was she was a babysitter with no work schedule. I was like, great. This seems helpful. Um, He knocked her up and I was like, all right, she's moving on. We're just doing this. I was like, I'll make her an astronaut. And astronauts, like, require a lot of athleticism, obviously. And every time I yeah. ask her to work out, she'll do it for, like, five minutes. And then I'll get, like, a notification, like, lazy sims don't want to do things. And I'm like, damn it, why did I get the lazy sim? Oh, boy. Anyway. Anyway, sims. Yeah, I remember my partner was, like, it was so awkward having to, like, be married to some random other, like, 13-year-old boy. And it was, like, just this random kid who I, like, didn't really know before this. So it was, like, we were, like, all right, what do you want the house to look like? I don't know. I, I just, the only thing I remember of that was, like, a non-negotiable, like, I need to have this in my house was that I, was that I wanted an egg chair in my house. Do you remember those? I do remember those. They're not comfortable. <laughs> I know, but I really wanted one. I get it. I wanted one. So so I was like, this is going in our house. Anyway. um, Fake babies. But yeah, no, I, my school definitely never had like the fake babies, but the microchip that like tracked the whatever the fuck. But I've seen it on like every teen TV show. Yeah. But I don't know anyone who's ever actually had to do this. Yeah. I don't even know anyone who's had to do like the carry an egg around thing. Yeah, or, like, flower or whatever. Whatever variant. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because, like, we had... The only time that we would probably do that in high school was we had to take a health class in ninth grade, but it was only, like, one semester. And I think because it was one semester that they they were like, we need to cram so much into this that we're not even going to try to do this. So... I don't know. I just had, like, a vivid flashback of eighth grade health class. And, like, being, like, one of the only people in that class with an actual brain. Uh, And (laughs) it was just, like, with, like, a portion of your gym class. And I basically drew the short straw. I also did not really get along with people in my middle school. But I just had a vivid memory of, like, being the only person who, like, knew how to answer two questions in a row. They were pretty much common sense. I I only remember one of them. And it was, like, you know, it it was, like, why, like other like what do you think the highest like one of the they were listening they it was something about like hiv or stis it's like where do you think like one of the highest like um age brackets or whatever what or like places like i don't know basically the answer was like senior citizens like have like really high oh yeah yeah yeah. the highest yeah 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 and i was and i and i guessed it because i was and they were like oh wow like you know she was she was like what why do you think that and it's like because they don't get their periods and it's like i just answered those two things in a row because they seemed to me to be like very much common sense and everyone in the (laughs) class was like you're a sex goddess and i was like what is happening i was like i just it's just basic like biology and being Behavior. Because you know about senior citizen sex habits, you're on that equals sex goddess. Yeah, I just had this very vivid memory of it. This girl Kristen told me that, and I was like, no, I just like I just know that like people stop getting their periods. Like I understand that menopause happens and people stop wearing condoms because you're not scared of pregnancy. Was your town also like this, where like some kids' parents had like a problem with like? them learning about sex ed and shit 
And also there were kids who didn't believe in evolution because of the Bible. And so they were like excused from certain units in school. That, <laughs> that happened in my school. That is, I, <laughs> no, definitely not. I think that is not a New Jersey thing. We, yeah, I wasn't sure. We have a lot of like dumb bullshit, but we don't, there isn't really like, there the is there isn't a big like what I would consider to be like spooky religious <laughs> like doesn't believe in science religious like there was definitely like, yeah it was very heavily Republican but there were there wasn't like that degree of like anti-science or at least there wasn't at the time yeah I grew up in a town with like it was part like evangelical evangelical mega church people and also a lot of Mormons. So there was a lot of like very waspy, uptight people who like didn't want to talk about sex in this town. <laughs> that tracks. So. <coughs> Sorry. Anyway, robot babies. Robot we have gone on a babies. tangent. So we're in the class. Um, Miles and Tristan are a couple and I love it. And um, Tristan is talking to Zoe about them and how they haven't, like, defined the relationship yet. And Tristan is afraid to, like, put any pressure on the situation because every time that he has tried to do that in the past, Miles, like, goes running. So he basically just has relationship PTSD with Miles, which I think is fair because they have really been through it. Um, But they seem to be doing so much better. Um, but then we're with Frankie, who is making Jonah blow up balloons for her mixer, and he's like, oh, you're gonna solve racism with balloons. Why didn't Emma, why didn't Martin Luther King Jr. think of that? And I was like, oh boy. Jonah is, <laughs> um, great in this one, even if he is he really is supporting Frankie. He's like, I feel like he's like, you are, like, a dumb child, and I need to lead you into, like, understanding. Like, he doesn't coddle her with it. But he also, no, like, doesn't, he, like, shut her out. So, I'm like, I have mixed feelings. But he has a lot of great lines in this one. Like, just the comparing, like, how effective this fucking mixer is going to be. He's like, it's a massive tumor right. and this balloon is, like, applying sunscreen. It helps, but exactly. it's not actually helping. It's, like, not actually doing anything <laughs> to the tumor. It's not a yeah, bad thing to do, but it's not going to fucking do anything. Exactly. It's not going to actually make a difference. And she's like, well, I'm trying. Like, what do you like? What? I don't. What should I do then? And he's like, um, apologize, quit and move on. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I can't quit. I can't like I if I quit, I admit that I'm racist and I don't get. She also literally says, I don't get why race is such a big deal. Yeah, I, He's like, did that well, try deal. saying that. to. That was awful. Well, try saying that to people who have experienced generation after generation of systemic oppression. And I'm like, thank you, Jonah. Seriously. I, he's he's very good in this. She is. This is. I was going to say this she's is not the start listening. of her being an entire mess, but it's not. She's been like this this whole time. It's it's just maddening to watch her just like not fucking get it at all. And just she's not and listen. No, she's not trying to get it. Like, she's steamrolling everything no. the whole time. And I can't figure out if she is just so, like, I don't want people to say that I'm racist. I don't want people to think that I'm racist. Or if she's more mad about not getting her way and getting to be on the volleyball team and having to face consequences for her actions. I think it's both. I think it's, like, she feels like because she didn't intend to, to be racist that she didn't do anything wrong and nobody understands her and she feels like she shouldn't be punished for being racist because she doesn't believe that she is it's like kind of all of it and even though people and people are just trying to tell her even though you didn't mean to be you still were so you still need to apologize and make things right and, like, maybe take a step back and understand, but she just doesn't want to hear it because she's being really stubborn and she doesn't want to admit that she's wrong because she doesn't think that she did anything wrong. And because she just... And it's, like, uh, it's just maddening. It's just... It's so infuriating to watch. It, it, it um, really is. It Like, it, it's... Yeah, infuriating is the word. It's so frustrating to watch her just not 
try to learn or to admit that she's wrong and like you know when you're younger it's definitely like the the impulse is definitely to just be like i didn't do anything wrong but it's like dude just hashtag check your privilege yeah i hate myself for saying that but fucking get it together she's too stubborn and too selfish to like have some self-reflection in this moment because she just doesn't want to believe she did anything wrong yeah she feels i like my understanding is that she's like if i just say that racism is bad then everyone will get that i'm not racist and i'm like dude <laughs> you suck at no. this that's not how any of this yeah. works no um but then we are with Miles and Tristan. Tristan, like, walks up with, like, the robot baby and, like, a little carrier on his stomach. It's my favorite and exchange. walks up to Tristan and is like, hey, daddy. And Miles is like, okay, we're going to shut that down immediately. Uh, does not enjoy being called daddy. And Tristan's like, I like being a hot dad. Like, just walking around with MJ. And he's like, what? Miles Jr. And he's trying to like kind of work out a schedule for how this baby project is gonna go but miles is like oh i have a lot of stuff i have to do today and tristan just kind of ends up taking on more of the work because he doesn't want to like pressure miles and scare him away because he's using this baby as a metaphor for their entire relationship which feels like a mistake like this is this is where tristan's like logic on this gets so fucked up because it's like he doesn't want to put like like you know pressure him or push him away or whatever and you know sure i get that like it's it's still kind of new they're getting back into it whatever like just kind of like going with the flow but then you're only doing that in regards to taking on all the responsibility all of your words say like let's put this into high gear You know, like him, like openly being like, it's our baby, Miles Jr. And like clearly freaking Miles out does not track for me for also being like, I'm going to take a step back. It's like he's doing it in all the areas that he shouldn't be. Yeah. And he's going full steam ahead in all the ways that is going to like genuinely freak out a high school boy. (laughs) Like, yeah, would freak out just about any man, really. Who hasn't, like, already had the conversation of, like, yeah, I want to have a baby with you. Let's do this. Yeah. Um, But then we are with Yale and Hunter. Yale is visiting, and they've brought comics and is venting about this, like, app bet thing. And is saying, like, if I lose, I have to go on a date with Baz. And then Hunter's like, we must crush them then. Like, immediately is like, no! I like you! You can't go on a date with Baz now! Let's get ruthless! Totally. And then he's basically saying that she should, or that they should turn their app into Gossip Girl so that they can win. And then they're like, "Uh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to compromise my values. Being a girl in tech sucks. Like, and he's like, well, you got to be ruthless to get ahead. Like, you know that all these, like, tech titans in Silicon Valley, like, didn't care about that to get to the top. And I'm like, well, t- he's not wrong. He's not. They are but, collectively super assholes. Yeah. Other than, and, other than surprisingly the Reddit guy who managed to marry Serena Williams and, like, seems like a cool stay-at-home dad. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Everyone else is a real piece of shit. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, then, yeah, like, immediately plants a fake rumor on the app to kind of get things started. Y- Yale is, you know, for someone having, and I do think she has, like, strong morals and principles, and I respect that a lot. Um, like, they just, like, caved so fast. It was, it was so fast, so, it was like immediately. Truly, it was like I don't know. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> like let's do this. <laughs> like, dude, I'm wondering if Yale is like particularly susceptible to peer pressure because I was also surprised that they were involved in like the trolling and the swatting and all of that. But I'm so now I'm like, do you just get swept up in like <laughs> trying to like be part of the group? But like I don't know. Maybe I think I, I think that Hunter is also like. 
it's border I mean, maybe it's just because i watched like a movie about a weird cult but it's like borderline culty <laughs> like the fact that like all of these like gamer kids just like follow what he says like i feel like he's got to be like That's very true. effectively manipulative which is a terrifying mm-hmm. quality in a human being <laughs> but i do like yeah, him in like his whole like current situation i think that therapy is going really well I'm assuming that he's probably also on meds, and that seems to be going great. This is the most I've ever liked Hunter. He looks like a happy normal. Well, I don't don't want to say normal. Normal is the wrong word. But he looks like he is in a much better place, you know? Totally. But I feel like he does use, like, some logic from, like, a group therapy session to give Yale this advice in, like, a weird roundabout way. So it's, like, baby steps, like, one step forward, one step back. I'm not, like, it's, like, he's making progress, but it's, like, okay, this, he's still a teenager. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I, it's, I wouldn't call it good advice, although it would, it, and we saw that it was effective advice. It's just morally questionable. That is true. Oh, it did work out just fine that way. It it was effective. So (laughs) that is extremely true. Do you want to do fashion Um, police real quick? I literally wrote no notes. I was like, I also like throughout the episode, I was like, I'm not taking any fashion notes. I'm not taking any because I was just not. Oh, no, I took one fashion note. Tristan's jean vest and camo shirt. I have that one too. I also have Winston's flower shirt. He tends to do like a button up with a pattern. He wears a lot of patterns. He does, but this was just a t-shirt with a pattern. So Winston, switching it up, getting a little bit more cash. Um, And then also in the previous scene with Tristan at the lockers with Miles where he says, hey, daddy, he's wearing what I called an (laughs) ugly curtain shirt. It looks like a curtain, like it looks like curtains in a rich person's house from five years ago. Like, they're very, like, silver and white and, like, some sort of pattern that you can't really tell what it is. And it's like, this blends in the background of, like, a McMansion. <laughs> I don't have any memory of this, but I believe you. <laughs> um, Is that it? That is all my fashion. Fashion limited. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We've, we've already talked about this, but it's just more difficult now. Yeah. Um... But now, I guess we'll get into this diversity mixer, where Frankie is ki- is trying to do, like, color doesn't matter, race doesn't matter, we're all the same. She separates people into blood type to show that, like, I don't know, we're all human, and race doesn't matter. Which is not and then, an effective way <laughs> of doing that. Like, I get... I get no. it. You know what it is? I, I saw someone was like writing about this and I read something the other day and embarrassingly it was probably a fucking tweet. But there's something about the way that we were taught about race, um, especially like in the 90s as like a oh, yeah. racial profiling is bad. And, you know, ra- the thing is like that we're taught that race like racism is just about like people judge you for the color of your skin and broadly that is true but it is it does not include all of the things about racism that are important to know it's not just like it's why people feel like they can say i don't care if you're like black white yellow or purple yellow blue exactly it's like you don't understand what the actual issue is you think it is just about skin color and it's not there's so much more to it than that it's about systemic oppression it's about like just financially being put down for centuries like it's just you can't just be like it's because of this it's like no there's so much more to it there's like hundreds of years of history that leads up to what is ultimately like large swaths of people being in like really unfair situations and biases stemming from those and you know all of it just going back to something that wasn't as long ago as a lot of people want to say and it's you know it's so much more than just being like he doesn't like me because of this you know right it's like it's the only reason that people feel comfortable being like you could have alien skin it's like what the fuck are you even talking about anymore (laughs) and that is all that I'm getting from Frankie is like I don't care like Mm -hmm. she definitely says I don't care if you're black white or purple like I'm like that's not you're a moron 
like you know yeah, that's not yeah and it's one thing to just be like uneducated and ignorant because public schooling is what it is if you are white and you come from a privileged background it probably hasn't fucking occurred to you to look into it unless you live now i guess you know like it yeah you know it's just you know it probably isn't something that ever would have occurred to her and that is also her own fault and it's like you know other privileged people's fault who haven't had to think about it and so have not um but it's like man it's it's one thing to just be dumb and ignorant about this it's a whole nother thing to be completely unwilling to hear other people who have more experience in this area than you and are right actually just even if they have like a mean tone about it going out of their way to educate you you know case in point yep um next as soon as frankie's like race doesn't matter uh kara media is like my race matters to me it's what i live every day mm-hmm. and then we frankie then kind of admits to drawing the gorilla and she's like oh so that was you and then fucking frankie is like but we all evolved from monkeys so when you think about it we're family and i'm like oh my god no frankie you can't say that she she's she's horrible she also keeps cutting them off like anytime kara tries to say something she's like let me finish please and nothing makes me crazier than that unless it's like someone is constantly talking over you i actually do that but that's that's because i I live with a man, so sometimes you have to be like, you have to let me finish my thought. <laughs> yeah. That is how that goes. But she's doing yeah. it in a really shitty way. She's just not listening. Again, like, this is the theme of the episode is Frankie does not know how to listen. And she's just not getting it. And she finishes it with, I am so sick of being made out to be the villain. And I'm just like, get rid of your dumb victimhood, like, fucking narrative. Like, stop playing the victim. That is yeah. not your role in this. You are the fucking villain and you just won't accept it and deal with it and, you know, make your peace with it and learn. Yeah, it's, oh my God. So <laughs> then we're back with Yale, who is with VJ, who is helping contribute to the rumors on this app. And. I think he spreads a rumor about, like, Tristan making out with Miles in, like, the student council office or something. I think he was making a rumor about what actually used to happen with Tristan was when he was hooking up with, like, a whole bunch of different guys in the president's office. Remember that? That was a fun time. Yeah. And then... Oh, and he thought he had an STI. And it was just a UTI. Uh, But it was really, like, a UTI. (laughs) Um, and, but then Baz comes in all pissed off and is like, you cheated. I know, like, you did something to make your download count jump, like, four digits. And you just turned your app into Degrassi TMZ. This is stupid. And VJ, I can't believe that you're helping her, or helping them with this. And VJ's like, gossip is my Achilles heel. You know that. <laughs> that was such a, that was such a great line. Also, I would like to nominate this scene uh, for an Emmy of best use of fart noise I've ever seen because <laughs> right. there's this really great part where Yale is like, um, you know, they're like, we, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that I think that, you know, this is just going to get the attention and then eventually people will do it the way I intended. And <laughs> right. Baz is like, have you met people? And she was like, I think that they'll change. And then fart noise. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or no, I think it was just have you met people and then the fart noise. And it, I was like, this, yeah. is a, this is masterpiece. This is a thing of beauty. <laughs> That's the best use of a fart noise. Like give them an Emmy just for this one, <laughs> one fart noise. But then we are with student council. Tristan is trying to plan a homecoming gala with his robot baby, like crying throughout this entire meeting. And Winston is like, well, classic Miles, of course, you're being like a single parent for this project. Trist- or Miles has commitment issues. And Tristan is getting really defensive about it. And is like, I'm just helping him out right now. Like, this is fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, he super snaps at him. 
Um, also, Winston keeps making jokes about uh, Tristan having it all. <laughs> right. Which I thought was very funny. I don't know. I, I enjoyed that because I'm like that. Yeah. Oh, man. Remember yeah. Liz Lemon. Anyway. <laughs> um, but then we're with Frankie, who is angry with Shay because she didn't back her up at the mixer. Oh, oh yeah. God. We're actually we're at like lunch. Yeah. And Frankie's pissed off because the mixer didn't go well. And she's like, you didn't back me up at all. And she's like, what? You expect me to be able to calm them down because I'm black? And, and, and Lola's like, whoa. And we're all like, yeah, no, that is yeah. where she was going with this. <laughs> she's exploiting her and, best friend for her race. Like, she's taken this to so many yeah. levels of fucked up. And we're like, man, she need, I, just, I just want her to read a whole bunch of books. Uh, and then Frankie's like, oh, they all hated me. Like, this is stupid. Like, it's like reverse racism. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. And Lola no. goes, is that real? And Goldie just shuts it down. She's like, no, <laughs> it is not real. Well, no. <laughs> Lola says, wait, that's a thing? And Shay's like, yes, white people are so oppressed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And then Goldie's like, um, no, but white privilege is a thing. <laughs> and also, like, ex- like. And it's like, white people can never know what it's like to experience microaggressions. For example, people always ask me, like, if I have an arranged marriage. And Lola's like, wait, do you? And she's like, case in point. <laughs> like, Lola still continues to be problematic as well, but no one's saying anything about it. I think it but, gets just, like, shoved off because she's dumb. Quote, unquote. Quote, unquote. Dumb. But, and, you know, we've learned from Lola that over the course of, like, her you know tenure on this show as far as we know is that in a lot of ways she is genuinely pretty fucking dumb but she's (laughs) smarter than everyone gives her credit for she's not like an infant like she's a human person like she yeah she's not so obtuse you know like she needs to be called out on her shit they can't just be like whatever it's lola she's a moron you know yeah and Frankie just continues to be extremely defensive. And she's like, okay, so I'm, okay, so because I'm white, I'm evil now? Great. And, like, no, that's not what we were saying. We're just saying that there's no way that you can, like, understand and, like, what it is like to be a marginalized person. And she's like, okay, well, I tried to apologize, but they wouldn't listen to me. And she's like, you kept cutting them off and defending yourself and she's like but I was being attacked and it's like girl you need to listen you need to listen she like she can't accept any sort of fault ever and this has been like a theme with Frankie you know it's way worse now but like that's you know like her relationship with Winston like everything that she's done she's like she cannot accept fault in it like she moped around about Winston forever and she like like emotionally cheated and tried to actually cheat like that whole summer so it's like girl just you know that was obviously way lower stakes but the root of this is like frankie well first of all frankly frankie is so privileged and definitely racist but like the root of it is she just cannot accept any sort of fault she can't say i made a mistake i'm sorry like i'm sorry doesn't live in her vocabulary and i think that also goes right back to like her white privilege and also just her immense wealth and the people that raised yeah. her like can you imagine either of her parents ever apologizing for anything you know how long it took mrs no. hollingsworth her dad it took mrs hollingsworth forever to apologize to her own son for giving him like serious trauma it took him yeah. like having basically a drug overdose almost to get there like yeah of course she yeah. doesn't know how to say i'm sorry of course she doesn't know how to take responsibility for her actions but you can't blame the parents for everything. She is being told repeatedly that this is going to ruin her relationships and her goals. And she is still, like, completely unwilling to deal with it and admit yeah, any sort she of just fault. cannot take any accountability. Um, but then we – oh, and then oh, and then while in the middle of this conversation – uh, Lola alerts the group that someone has posted on Frankie's app or on Yale's app that quote Frankie is racist Frankie is racist rich and a basic bitch or something like that yeah that sounds right <coughs> and they're not wrong and nope 
And then we cut to Yell talking to Hunter on the phone. And they're telling Hunter, like, oh, my app's doing so well. Like, it's totally beating Baz. And Hunter's like, great, now you don't have to go on a date with him. Perfect success. This was the goal. I I do (laughs) like how he just straight up, like, not even hiding it. He's like, this was my end goal. Exactly. I don't care about your success. (laughs) Although I do think he kind of does. Yeah, Frankie swoops by. And is asking Yale to take down this comment or to take down the whole app because of the quote unquote slander about her that's been posted on it. And Yale's like, it's not the app's fault that people are saying those things about you. Maybe you should listen to them because like, I'm like, thank God. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. She the the listen to them was she was like, I keep talking to people and telling them I'm not. And she's like, maybe you should stop stop talking to them and start listening to them. Yeah. And I'm like, sing it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. And then Frankie like zooms away again. And then Yale is kinda of, is talking to Hunter more about how it's like it's bad enough that she's or they're still feeling feeling conflicted about the success of the app because it was done through like this TMZ way. But they're lamenting like it's bad enough that everyone writes me off as the girl and if I want to succeed, I have to do it by any means necessary. It's not fair. It's stupid. And Hunter's like, yeah, I don't really, I don't know how to help you there. That's complicated. <laughs> because it is. Yeah. He's like, and that it's a is... huge problem in tech. Yeah. He's like, that is above my pay grade. General. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but then we're on the basketball court with shirtless basketball boys, including Miles. And Tristan, like, angrily bursts into the party and is like pissed at miles for not pulling his own weight in this project while also projecting his relationship fears onto the entire situation Mm -hmm. and miles is like whoa 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 okay i'll take the baby well the baby also like falls on the ground at one point and he's like let's take a step back i'll take the baby we'll talk about this later (laughs) basically yeah my my notes for this were, oh, no, he's turning the baby into a metaphor. Oh, it worked. He yep. took the baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we're at the dot with Frankie, who has called members of the Northern Tech team to talk with them. And one girl is recording her, in t- like, on her phone. I couldn't tell. Was that, she's, did she like bring a person to make it a photo op? Or was this like just another girl being like, this is going to be a shit show? I have a feeling the girl was like, I am recording every word that this girl says because it's a shit show. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was like a fo- I don't know. If it was a photo op, it, it, it totally backfired. Crash and burn. Um, and she, Frank, it starts off semi-promising. Because Frankie says, it was brought to my attention that I didn't let you talk yesterday. When I feel passionately about something, I'm kind of a bulldozer. I just want to say I'm sorry and, like, let you speak your piece. And, but the whole time she's just like, I don't want people to think I'm racist, so let's figure this out. Yeah. (laughs) I only drew the gorilla because people call your school the zoo. And Kara's like, people call us that because we're a poor crime riddled area like they're calling us animals and frank is like well i didn't know that and it's not how i meant it so i'm clearly not racist right and then and then she gets like a phone (laughs) and then she gets a phone call and it's like oh my volleyball game is starting now sorry i gotta go i'll cover this coffee can you please just tell everyone i understand now okay bye and i'm like oh my god this is so ineffective it made things so much worse it was oh it was and because it was like clearly like she still doesn't get that she did anything wrong even when it was explained to her like exactly how and why it was racist and instead of being like oh my god I didn't know that I'm so sorry like just even saying, like, actually, I'm sorry. She says, oh, I didn't know that, so obviously I'm not racist, right? Like, she doesn't even apologize. She says, I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings, which is so, like, out of the, like, textbook of just, like, not an apology. 
Yeah, she literally says, I'm really sorry you felt offended. And it's just like, oh, no. Oh, no. Again, no responsibility taken. It's it's horrendous. Um, it's just like watching a train wreck. And also, I'm like, yeah. I'm pissed. Like, not only just because, like, she is horrible to these girls. And, like, it's it's also, like, such a cruel waste of their time. To be like, can you come yeah. all the way to to my town, to my part of like wherever, like Toronto? Can you come over to like Degrassiville and go to the dot <laughs> and all sit on for some reason on one side of the table facing me? <laughs> I would like yeah. to point that that was a little odd. Um, and she's like, can you all just come here and uh, I'll waste your time for about four minutes and leave and not listen to you? Yeah, the whole reason was like, I'm sorry I didn't listen to you. Let's talk. And then immediately, like, only talks about herself and then leaves. And it's just like, oh, my God. Um, But then we're in class with the baby, robot baby class. And Winston and Zoe like, come over and is like, guess what? Our baby Kale got an A-. minus. Like, we make such a good team. Right, Zoe? And Zoe's like, um excuse me no at best you're a passable manny <laughs> i love that. that was funny oh zoe um and then we find out that tristan and miles got an a and my and tristan's like wow your parenting in the last 24 hours made up for us dropping the baby and <laughs> miles is like no <laughs> in truth mj was totally busted so i paid hunter a visit and it turns out these things have a reset button i'm like okay cool great <laughs> I, that bodes um, well. But, but also, don't make a finally... fake baby a metaphor for your entire relationship. No. You know? And which Tristan apologizes for. And then they, and they're like, finally talking about their relationship. And how they're both afraid to screw it up. And how they're both in it. And they finally define the relationship. They're official. It's great. I love it so much. And Miles walks away and Zoe comes over and Tristan's like, Miles and I are adorable and now totally official. And I'm like, yes, finally, at last. <laughs> and then Tristan's like, now all we need to do is find you a nice girl and we can double date. And Zoe's like, um, I'm not gay. And Tristan's like, lol. Okay, sure. <laughs> we all collectively eye roll. But also, I mean, I'm like, Zoe, you are at least bi. At least at least yeah and then we're in this app class and it turns out that vj and baz won the project because yale took down their app because it was immoral and they felt bad about it and they didn't want to win that way so now it turns out yale and baz have to sync their calendars for their upcoming date so I'm sure Hunter will be very disappointed to hear about that. Yeah, I'm a little bit worried about Hunter's mental state when he finds that out. Yeah. Um, you know, but I guess but it'll I'm be a wondering... clear indicator of his progress because it's, you know, the thing is like him, he, he's been so much better, like in every conceivable way. And he seems so much like happier in himself. But also it's really hard to come out of that kind of situation because in this moment, He's dealing with his own shit, but he's also dealing with his own shit in a bubble. And that's, like, the first mm -hmm. step. But that's, like, you know, it's easy to get clean if you're in an inpatient rehab and you're in a bubble. But, like, going outside's a whole different situation. And it's very similar for, like, if, you know, he, he doesn't have to deal with anything other than his own stuff and mental health. And, like, once there's some sort of, like adverse situation Trigger. yeah exactly yeah. it's gonna it's totally gonna kind of be a test for like how he can handle the world when this is over exactly um but then we are with the volleyball team and no surprise Kara has posted about frankie's non-apology all over twitter and Shay is like, did you actually say I'm sorry you're not offended? Like, that is not a real apology. And Frankie's just, like, just doubling down. And is like, I'm not the problem. 
they're the ones who are being unreasonable. It's those people. Oh. And Shay's like, are you fucking kidding me? And she's like, oh, those people? And she then Shay is, like, finally, finally fed up and is like, I used to think you were a good person who accidentally made a mistake, but everyone's right. You're straight up racist. And then she's like, all right. And then Frankie's like, I'm still on the team. Like, whatever. Let's go to the game. And Shay's like, raise your hands, everyone, if you want Frankie to stay on the team. And nobody goes along with it. So now Frankie's just, like, kicked off the team, I guess. And they all get onto the bus. And Frankie's like, listen, I'm sorry. And Shay's like, no, you're not. And then they get on the bus and they drive away without Frankie. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah, if we've learned any from anything from this, it's that Frankie is most decidedly not sorry. No, she doesn't think that she has anything to be sorry for, which is just deluded at this point. It's like it's like if an if everyone is telling you that you did something wrong, just like it, take a step back and take accountability for your actions. It's just oh my god. It's ridiculous. Ugh. But yeah. That's the end of the up. I also don't want to forget, because we forgot last week to do Spirit Squad oh, yeah. Captain. <laughs> um, Spirit Squad Captain. I mean... Who do we think Oh, uh, I'm going to say Yale, um, because they stuck to their principles. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Good job, Yale. And, like, Shay for finally standing up to Frankie... Kara for continuing to be like, <laughs> like calling standing her, her ground about this entire thing, yeah. yeah. And also like continuing to try to have a conversation. Yeah, that's the like, thing. Like that was very generous of them to give up their time like that and continue to have yeah. a conversation instead of just immediate. Like that team showed up twice for Frankie to give some sort of apology. And yeah. she never once delivered. And it's like, no. it's it's heartbreaking, truthfully. Yeah. You know, it's not just it's... like, all right, let's see what this bullshit's about. It's also that, like, no, they're taking time out of their lives to go show up at this school, to show up at this coffee shop, to hopefully get an apology or have an honest discussion and educate someone. And instead, they just keep yeah. getting fucked over. And it's like, they're trying to make her understand. And instead, she keeps fucking doubling down. Yeah, it's extremely unfair and just like uh, it's just so frustrating to watch. Um Ship is obviously trials. I think it's gonna be trials for like the rest of next class, so <laughs> Yeah. That sounds about right. I don't know. Maybe we'll maybe we'll get like someone um, exciting. Also, I just realized that I think this is the first episode that we haven't seen Maya or Zig, like, at all. Oh, is that why I enjoyed it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, grapevine. So we got a very nice email from Delaney, who I think just found our podcast, that I just want to shout out and say thank you for that. Um, and Um, also shout out to Brandon, who sent us two Degrassi scripts that we thought were great. Um, so thank you for sharing that with us. That was very nice of you. If you have a link that we can like direct people to, we will do that. Let us know. Yeah. And we got a tweet from Carla at the Carla V's and they say, uh, and it's about like what Degrassi characters would be doing during quarantine And she says, Claire and Eli would be sheltering in place, and Eli would definitely be making an indie movie set during COVID, potentially even filming it over Zoom. Also, what do you think Degrassi's Zoom would be called? (laughs) I have no idea. Um, I don't know, Kelsey, you did such a good job with TikTok. I mean, a quick (laughs) talk was so easy, though. That's like the best. Oh, I don't don't know if I can live up to quick talk. Um... (laughs) I'm trying to think. I mean, there's so there's also so whoosh. many. Whoosh is not bad. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of other like onomatopoeias. I think I would just because Zoom is also just so random. Honestly, I think I would just say Voom. 
Vroom. I feel like yeah. they're just going to, or like something. vroom. I feel like they just go with like vroom or something. <laughs> vroom. Like virtual room. Yeah. Vroom. Yeah. V-room. Yeah. Something dumb like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, like face watch or something. Like just FaceTime. <laughs> yeah. Face look. Yeah. <laughs> it's always something like very um, straightforward and stupid. Yeah. Remember oomph chat? Um, Someone reminded us that it was called oomph chat and now it lives in my brain. Oomph chat and hasty gram. Ugh. Yeah. Hasty gram. Hasty gram I think is the worst one. <laughs> oomph chat I think is kind of funny. Hasty gram is <laughs> the worst one. And maybe it's just because I don't like the word hasty. I know it's so dumb it's such a dumb synonym to use for insta <laughs> like oh. it's so dumb it couldn't be like a metagram uh, or something I don't know yeah I don't it's all it's all bad it's all terrible Instagram. Instagram is dumb too we're just used to it so we don't think it's dumb everything's dumb <laughs> true um but that's all the grapevine that we have so thanks everybody for sending that stuff in and if you'd like to be featured on a future grapevine segment you can tweet at us at grassy pod or email us at whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com you can listen to us pretty much anywhere but if you're on apple podcast if you could rate review and subscribe that'd be super cool and you can follow me on instagram and twitter at holland tacular and you can follow me on instagram and twitter at kel sucks with a z at the end and holland what do you want to recommend to the panthers um, well, as I mentioned, oh, actually, I did think of a new thing to recommend that is not the hills or Laguna Beach. Um, the new Netflix document or not Netflix, HBO docuseries about the Nexium cult Ooh. is currently airing and it's like pretty good so far. I'm actually, I think the new episode, we're recording this on Sunday night, comes out in like 12, 22 minutes or something. And I'm very excited about it. Uh, I highly recommend. It's very interesting. Because I, granted, I, like, did not know anything about, really, Nexium. I just knew about, like, the sex culty part of it. But I didn't know, like, what the whole other thing was about. So. I gotta watch that. I know that it's pretty wild. It's I good. Lo- I, I think a, you'd, I think you'd like it. I, you know, I love cult content because I'm, yeah. I'm fairly convinced that in high school I was exactly the type of person that would have been susceptible to joining a cult. <laughs> that is not a brag. That is a cell phone and it has been confirmed by most people that knew me at the time. They're like, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> you were lost. You needed some direction. You probably could have been swayed by uh, yeah. an, an authoritative man. Anyway. Uh, i feel like i dodged a bullet um i i can i recommend two things because one of mine is only on cbs access and i don't know how many people have that (laughs) app (laughs) sure i watched yesterday the entirety of picard which is like the new (laughs) star trek thing on cbs access no i'm telling you it was amazing like it wasn't and I like I love like regular Star Trek like next gen like has my heart I like Star Trek a lot it is like it, it just it makes me happy it's good it's a lot of like philosophy and stuff but this is so good it's like it's fan servicey but they do it in exactly the right way they don't like make <laughs> they once in a while they'll bring in like another guy that you recognize and you're like oh my god and then you cry but for the most part, it's, like, really well done, and they don't really, like, lean into that too hard. It's, like, I feel like it, the fan service element, I feel like, is what the most recent Star Wars was trying to do and, like, didn't really do super effectively. It felt a little bit forced in there. Um, but it's, like, it's really beautifully done. They also definitely took, like, a ton of cues from Star Wars because it's a lot more, like, active. Um, you know, the graphics are really good, but it's a lot of, like, fighting in space and, like, a ragtag team of misfits like led by uh (laughs) captain jean-luc picard who is like very old now and like sick and crazy it's it's so crazy it's so good i watched it all day and i i (laughs) cried like four times in the finale alone (laughs) it was a thing of beauty i'm like i'm truly like i think it was a masterpiece and if you have cbs access or you can steal someone's password or something watch Picard or do a free trial or something yeah do a free trial do a free trial just to watch Picard you will kill it in a single day and it's 
perfect in a lot of different ways. It's, it was just, it was so good, Holland. I just feel so many feelings. <laughs> it was so good. I loved it so much. Um, but in case you don't have CBS, I'm going to recommend a really dumb movie that I watched. I, I mean, I hesitate to call it dumb. It's, it's like a horror movie, but it's like, and it's like spooky and thrillery, but also like super low budget. Like, they did a really great job, but the whole time I was like, I feel a little bit like I'm back in college watching, like, an excellently done student film. <laughs> but it's called The Endless, and it's on Netflix, and it has culty things going on, but it's it's crazy. It's super crazy. It's, like, it's a really smart concept. Like, I think that they created something new and interesting, and I think that the movie mm-hmm. is very unique and well done, but also like a little bit like, what the fuck is happening to me right now? Also, why is this so <laughs> desaturated? Oh boy. <laughs> the whole thing is super desaturated, but it's good. I liked it. Alrighty. Well, that's all that we have for you guys today. Thank you as always to Jay for our wonderful theme song and thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Goodbye, Panthers. <laughs>